I really identify with the story of the prodigal son because in many ways it is my own story. I didn't run off and waste my inheritance, but I did run off in a way and nearly wasted my life. I think some of you have heard parts of this story. When I was 15 and entering my sophomore year at a Catholic high school, I had been developing a strong sense of teen rebellion and independence. And I got heavily involved in the hardcore punk rock scene in Salt Lake City, Utah. I had a yellow mohawk, was a devout atheist, and had rejected organized religion. I was doing poorly in school, kept getting detention for dress code violations, and for skipping school to hang out downtown with other punks. Increasingly rebellious, I was expelled for lighting a textbook on fire during class. I'm not proud of that. <laughs> Don't recommend it. And I got exactly what I deserved, uh, and probably what I wanted, getting expelled. My home life was constant conflict with my parents. I often wouldn't tell my parents where I was going or when I was coming back, sometimes for multiple days. Now, this was all before mobile phones, so they couldn't just call me or check my location on an app. And when they would ground me, I would simply sneak out my window at night. I had more interactions with the police than I'm going to go into here. Essentially, I was experiencing an adolescent identity crisis. I did not know who or what I was. I was seeking an identity, just as the prodigal son was. I wrestled with emptiness and despair, just as the prodigal son did. I tried to fill myself by defying my parents, defying society, and with some really destruct, self-destructive behavior. I tried to fill myself with pain, cutting myself, smashing a mirror in my room with my fist, putting cigarettes out on the back of my hand, a therapist that my parents forced me to see and who probably saved my life suggested that pain was the only way I knew I was real. I hurt, therefore I am. Only as a parent myself now can I imagine what this was like for my parents. In the story of the prodigal son, the son severs his relationship with his father by asking for his inheritance and leaving. It's a form of saying, you're dead to me. I remember one day I got in an argument with my parents and told them that I hated them. That night, 
I was sitting in my room in my usual state of despair. There was a door. It was my father who looked completely dejected. He asked, do you really hate us? I remember feeling pained and angry and said, no, but I don't love you like I used to. I'll never forget the look on his face. He looked down at the floor and then quietly closed the door. In the Bible story, the prodigal son has a moment where he hits a low point and then has a transformation. The passage says he came to himself. Over a period of time, I eventually came to myself. I returned from the dead, as it were, and sought to enter back into my family. And amazingly, my parents reacted in much the same way the father of the prodigal son did. On the Christmas after my repentance and return to life, my parents gave me a small box. Inside was the key to a car. Given all of my problems, I didn't get my license until I was 17. The car was like my dad slaughtering the fatted calf. But even more important was a piece of crimson ribbon on, on which my father had written the words, Welcome Back. That ribbon, more than anything else, taught me about love. The car was an adult responsibility and privilege, and also a risk because I was still depressed and struggling in school. But that ribbon, that ribbon was an encounter of my father loving me as God loves each one of us. Much of what I went through was a reaction to pressure I put on myself and pressure I felt from my parents some of my rebellion was about fear of failure, internalized anger about trying to please my parents, and anger at being defined by achievement and conformity in my upper middle class upbringing. Now, this was the 1980s. If anything, Parental anxiety has only gotten worse. And we live in a community here where our children and youth face relentless expectations about achievement. And social pressures amplified by social media. I pray that my own story is a reminder that you never know how life will turn out. And sometimes walking through the valley of the shadow of death is the only way to get to the mountaintop. Our self-worth 
comes from being created in the image of a loving God, from our achievements, our social standing, or our wealth. And if all else fails, your kid can always just become an Episcopal priest. <laughs> My parents were uh, just visiting, and on the day they were leaving to fly back to Salt Lake City, I said to them, thank you for never giving up on me. They certainly could have. The parable of the prodigal son is a reminder that God never gives up on us, even if we have given up on ourselves or others have given up on us. We, too, are called to be forgiving, like the father in the parable, and rejoice in the restoration of relationships. Indeed, experiences like mine or the prodigal son's can often lead to fuller, more authentic relationships with God and each other. Whenever someone you care about falters in life or in faith, may we, like God, always be ready to joyfully proclaim, welcome back.